0: Welcome to Love, Sex, and Relationships with the Professor and... Professor T. Love. Tonight, we are talking about the biggest relationship regrets. Like, regrets that we have in a relationship when they end or before they end or what we didn't do or past love. And we're going to be going by an article of Health and Fitness, Um, Cheat Sheet, where the title of the article is The Biggest Relationship Regrets Most Couples Have. But we're going to actually apply this to most couples and even individuals, okay? So the first topic, or the first one on the list, is they didn't make their partner a priority. Woo! Isn't this a hot one right here? Well, usually... (laughs) At some point, you know,
1: that comes up, and that is one of the most important ones.
0: Well, that is absolutely true, but it also comes up a lot of times before the relationship even gets off the ground. A lot of times, because people are so busy with life and making that hustle and making that money, they don't make the person who they want to be with a priority. They say they're a priority, but they don't do what is necessary to make that person feel that they're a priority and to make everyone else understand that that person is a priority in their life. And that is making sure that you communicate with them, uh, make commitments, meaning that if y'all have events that you're going to go to, you keep the date, you put you put them before your friends like they have to be number one on the hit list to let them know that you're ready to form a union what do you think about that
1: well I think it's important like you know a lot of people when they do think about they look back at their previous relationships and they start running a videotape in their brain they start realizing you know what I didn't invite her or him Uh, When I was going out to hang out with my friends, or I made them feel like they're not part of my friends. Especially, that's very important when you're married. You shouldn't isolate your partner, you know, and make them feel like they're the outsider. Remember, you two are the unit, not you and your friends are the unit. And I believe people really make a big mistake by judging whether you're going to like doing something with their friends. I'm not saying that you have to do things all the time with your partner's friends or you do something with your partner's friends. But I think it's important. To show that, you know, you really do respect your partner and you really do want them to meet your friends. You know what I'm saying? Because this way they get a sense of who you are when you're not with them. But also get a sense of knowing who is around you, who surrounds you as well.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, because a lot of times when we don't let the person know that they're a priority by attending, um, appointments or date nights or making sure that we commit to those commitments that we've made to them or let them introduce them to friends family or right. anything that's going on in our life then that's when the problems occur I okay agree. that's when and you know you'll suffer consequences and a lot of times what happens an- another time is when we don't make the person a priority and then leave because a lot of people have regret, because no one looks at the long-term effects. Because if that person is your soulmate or if that person is the one that was supposed to be for you, whether they're the most supportive, the most understanding, whatever it is that you needed, not what you wanted from a person, but what you need from a person so that you can get to a next level, you will regret this when they walk out the door, when they no longer want to feel like a second-class citizen and leave. And then when you see them happy or when they're with someone else, you get involved with someone else and your relationship doesn't work out. You'll regret this. You'll remember this. You'll remember what you lost, what you put aside. You know, because history will repeat itself. Oh, and you'll try, you'll try to make it up with the next relationship But you won't. And it'll come back to bite you in the butt because this is what you have to do to make... And sustain a, a relationship with someone, making sure they understand that they are priority. Making sure that you do what is needed for them to understand that they are priority.
1: And not only that, it prevents suspicion. I think it's important for you to have your partner meet your friends because that also reduces the level of suspicion. You know, you don't want to give right away. Put in your partner's mind that you're sneaking out just to go with your friends because that could be interpreted interpreted to me like you're sneaking out to see someone you know what i'm saying and that's why i feel it's very important for you to have your partner meet your friends and you let your partner meet your friends as well you know, because this way they get to know who these people are. And then also, too, you don't want to right away start the relationship on a rocky road or be in the relationship. And then now you're getting suspicious of why, you know, your partner or your husband or your wife is going out.
0: Well, I think that's very important. And even before you get to the level of becoming husband and wife, it is important in you know, because I'm going to take this back with your statement to another level. It is important to let your um, new potential partner, life mate, husband, wife, um, whatever you choose, to meet your friends and family because you also need feedback. Because a lot of times, and what happens with many of us, we can get so consumed with a person that we don't see the danger signs. Right. We don't see them what other people see now I'm not saying that you should take everybody and what they say for life bread, and you know it's 100% sacred but it should be food for thought things that you should take into consideration before you try to bend over backwards if that's what you do but you know if it's not a perfect fit because sometimes a perfect fit does not mean it won't be a perfect fit because right. sometimes it's an imperfect fit because you need to grow as an individual. So having your friends and family, meet them. I'm talking about the important friends and the important family members. I'm not talking about the ones you just, you know, you hang out with, they, you know, you can't stand them, but you like talking to them. They got a whole bunch of drama. I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about someone who is plays a significant role in your life, you value you, they opinion you, value you their thoughts and so forth and so on. Right. Um it, it's very important for them to understand that. It. It's very important for them to meet your new potential mate because they'll see things and they'll they'll see your happiness They'll they can tell you if you're truly happy with this person or if you're settling. So but even you know, once you get past that level and you do make a, a firm commitment, it is important to talk to the individual and let them meet your friends and family. That's very, very, very important, so that mm-hmm. you can um, build a, a strong foundation. And like you said, keeping those secrets and it also sends a message that you're not ashamed of them.
1: That's right.
0: That's that's, very, that's so very important. important. Because sometimes you don't let people meet your friends because you could be secretly ashamed. Maybe they're, you know, maybe they came out of rehab or maybe they're, you know, an ex... um, You know prostitutes or maybe you know they have um maybe they have a lot of kids by a lot of different people Mm -hmm. you know whatever it is that you're ashamed of that they may have maybe they don't have as much education as you maybe they don't have as much money as you maybe they're Mm -hmm. a little more ratchet maybe they're poor whatever it is i don't know but when you start introducing someone of significance to your friends and family, you're you're acknowledging it's a, it's the beginning of a public acknowledgement that right. you're not ashamed that you're proud and you want to be proud of this person which helps build their self-esteem that's What we going to add, I'm sorry
1: no, I'm just saying that you but know, if you're ashamed to be with the person um, or bring that person around your friends and that's saying something about you you know because your fear I don't know what your fear is But you know If you're trying to already keep Your partner or your friend Sheltered like that And it could be other reasons not, It may not even be because you're ashamed of them It might be because you don't want nobody else To look at them You know
0: and well, again, I mean,
1: You know that could speak ahead. to you having Some insecurities as
0: well Well it could be that But whatever it is though so you know the whole bottom line is we want you want to do that because um it it will let the person who is the potential mate know where they stand and you know where they stand because if they're ashamed or if they don't want to share them then you'll find out whether they're possessive or whether they're ashamed of you. Like, you'll find these things out. That's why socialization and making them a priority lets, sends a lot of message. Um, let's You know, sends a message and lets the person know. And that's how you draw conclusions. Because in the beginning stages of a relationship, it's important for us to have that third eye and pay attention to the signs. Right. And open our eyes, be receptive to it so that we can find the, the best possible mate maybe not the perfect mate but the best possible mate which would eventually hopefully be our perfect mate but you have to you have to be open and you have to get input from other people you have to let them meet your family you meet their family their friends whatever I mean mainly people of importance and significance because sometimes they can sniff out things you can't right okay okay all okay. right. So the next one is They stop dating Now this one is so important Because we're going we're gonna to add a little more To just stop dating A lot of times Or what happens in many long term relationships And it doesn't even have to be that long It could be over a two year period People stop dating each other They stop showing interest They stop going out And doing things fun together But that's just them This is especially true a lot of times when people have children. Once children come into play, no one dates anymore because the priority is now the child. So each partner may not feel as wanted or as sexy or loved or anything like that. Dating is significant because it's something that you two do together and preferably alone. Or even if you do it with your friends just socialization on an adult level not including family friends responsibilities because it's like a mini getaway it's like a mini mental health getaway for just the two of you to enjoy each other's company or to enjoy other grown folks company that's what's really important and in marriages and long-term relationships we forget that our partners are just that that they're our partner and we have to keep that flame going we have to keep that excitement going we have to and it doesn't always have to be on the total sexual level excitement can also be on the mental levels where you go out you talk about things you talk about things you see you talk about people you see you talk about food it gets you to talk and engage in each other on a different level Therefore, hopefully, heighten, enhancing, and heightening the sexual experience that you'll have at a later time, preferably that night. <laughs> go ahead. Well, what you, you know what?
1: It's it's you know what, and like like you know, it don't have to be extravagant. You know, sometimes a date night can be where y'all go to some place local in the neighborhood that might be to a comedy club or it might be a, a restaurant that you you notice that opened up or something that is very quaint or romantic or it could be something as simple as holding hands going to the park Or, you know, going to, like, they have where you, as couples, they can, you know, you can paint together. It could be wine and painting. You know, you you have to use your imagination, and I think people tend to forget. And the reason why they have, see, forget and regret, you know, they tend to forget that, you know, you have to put energy into your relationship, meaning that you have to be creative. You know, just because you get together with someone... Doesn't mean that you, you know, all of a sudden the relationship is supposed to make itself, you know, by itself. You have to put that energy into it, you know, or it could be something as simple as doing something nice for each other in the home. You know, you can make it where if you're a couple, you know, you might want to have a pampering session or hire someone to come in and give you both a couple's massage in your home. You know, simple things like that. You know what I'm saying? So definitely, you know, you got to learn how to date each other. That's 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 very important.
0: That we are, and date each other but like you said do creative things that's when the creativity um, and happen and like I said in, enhance the relationship and the the engagement that you have between each other because a lot of times we don't do that we forget about that you know we don't think that's important because now we got the prize so we need to do the work you know mm-hmm. and, that's, and that's like that's part of you know keeping it interesting spicy interesting whatever it is exciting the creativity because if you can think of creative ways to engage your partner outside of that then the engagement inside of that should also be that all the more spectacular or hot and hot because you can do it on a different level Okay, so the next one we're going to go to is they keep thinking the other person is going to change. Oh, my God, I think this is the best one of all of them. <laughs> because this is a common mistake that everybody does. I don't care if it's long term, short term. This is a regret that we all ah. make. That is why I uh. said it is so important to open that third eye, pay attention, let people, let you people of significance meet your friends, your family, co-workers, whatever, because if they're close to you, they can give insights about that person, because a lot of times, so many women, especially a lot of women that I know of, I'm not saying that men don't go through it too, but they think the person is going to change. That means that, for example, a person can show narcissistic behavior, meaning self-centered. They never do anything wrong. Everything is your fault. But, you know, they're going to tolerate you. And you think that if you give them love, you're there for them, you're supportive for them, that they're going to get a revelation and see the beauty within you that nobody else got to see before. Right. Not happening, Captain. Not happening. Love nope. is not just a spot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and the
1: thing is, you you know, you've seen all of this before that. So, what would make you think that they're going to change once you guys, you know, once you're in the relationship, that the partner's going to change? If they were very. Um, Snobbish, (laughs) or they were very introverted, or they were the type that you know they got a problem with their hands. You didn't see that in the relationship, you saw that before the relationship.
0: The reason why, wait a minute, I'm gonna explain that one. The reason why both sexes, male and female, have a tendency to think that a person is going to change whether it's a woman um, dealing with someone male or female um, that woman is going to believe that her love her affection her sex game her cooking is going to make this profound effect on this individual they're going to wake up and realize the error of their ways and change and that's what's going to happen and for the opposite sex, for most men, most men feel that if they, my expression, but if they dick her down or they give her him all the piping that they need, the loving that they want, that this person is going to make backflips and just become this ultimate clay item that they have molded into the perfect partner. Mm -hmm. And that's where our delusions as individuals come in because we feel that if we give the best to someone of whatever it is, sex, love, food, uh, money, whatever, we feel we give them everything that this person is going to conform into the perfect mate because we've given the best that we can give and whatever that is. If if that means our little pecker, then that's what it is. If it means our kitty cat, then that's what it is. That's what we think. And that's why we get caught into that. And when a person does not change, we, we are hurt, we're damaged, we don't trust, we're angry, we have regrets that we didn't leave sooner. Or, or we ask ourselves, what the fuck was I thinking to stay that long? <laughs> That's the biggest thing. Why the fuck did I stay that long? Uh huh. You stayed because the sex was good. And let's be real, nine times out of ten, that is one of the top reasons people would think twice. First, they got a bad body, they got the best dick, they got the best pussy, got the best head game, got the best ass game, whatever it is. They know how to work a toe, work a pole, work a dick, whatever, whatever. And we say, And that's the goddamn truth. Go ahead. I'm going to let you talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, too. That's why I can't Well, you know...
1: You be well, you know, and that's where we get fooled. You know, and again, that's why I think it's very important that you know, you find out some things as much as you can about the person. Don't you know, don't be so quick to commit. Um, because you know, someone can look I'm not saying it's not love at first sight. But I do feel that when you're meeting somebody you wanna know certain things about them. You definitely want to know, you know, where they're from You know, you don't want to get so caught up with the looks and everything That you don't try to suss out how they think What they think about women What they think about men What, you know, where's their level Their intelligence when it comes to dealing with people Dealing with others And you want to try your best I mean, people, you know, today are very good at hiding stuff They are good at it But I think if you're going to invest that kind of time to meet someone, then you need to put in the work to try try to find out where they're coming from before you start getting so committed to them or them getting committed to you, you know, because you, you do want to see how they behave around other people. You want to see how they behave in front of you. You want to see how they act in social settings and private settings but you definitely need to ask them some questions In fact there's a brother That um, he has these cards And they have There's certain questions That he said when you're going out on a date There are questions that you can You can interview people now I'm not saying try to make it like it's a job interview But you know you do need to know Some things about, about the individual That you're going to be putting your time into What you think about that
0: I think that that is um, very important. But um, I think that can be a double-edged sword because if you have a pathological liar, people are going to tell you what you want to hear. Sure. You know, especially if they're a predator, male or female. And if you, the individual, are exhibiting thirsty qualities, They pick up on those qualities. They're going to tell you what you want to hear. So if you want to hear that you want to get married, have kids, and live in a house with a white ticket family, and you know you have two point five kids and a dog, and you want your husband to make sixty five, they're going to project that because that's what you want to hear, and they're going to put those rose and eventually those rose colored glasses will develop. So I think it's a combination of generally asking the person but also paying attention to the behavior if it matches. For example, if someone tells me that I, they want to be an entrepreneur, right, and they, they want to open up a business, but they don't have a job, <laughs> they don't have a business plan, mm-hmm. they don't even go to a seminar, then I don't know if they want to be an entrepreneur. If someone says that they 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 love you know they they love pets but they don't take care of their pets,
1: they right. don't walk
0: them, they don't bathe them, they don't do something, then you need to look at that. That's what I mean. Like mm-hmm. sometimes you have to make sure whatever question you ask them it matches with the answer the answer that they give you well they that's it, well. you still in effect you are you are interviewing them though exactly you know you're saying? interviewing them but i'm saying even after the interview make sure you remember their responses right and in, in the future as y'all are going out and spending time together you get to see if it match the answers match their behavior in a certain situation Like I said, if they say they want to be an entrepreneur, they want to open up a, I don't know, they want to open up a tire store. And you know that there's a free seminar offered by the Women's Chambers of Commerce at 2.30 on a Saturday or whatever. And it's free. And it gives you pointers on making a business plan. And they don't go. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it, you know they come up with you know something else. Oh, I gotta take my boy to the store. Then is that a or, or they never go to any um, webinar, seminar, any kind of mm-hmm. any kind of event that would teach them about a business plan, especially since they've never made one. Right. Then you you that's what I mean. That's when you pay attention right. and you wake up and see. You right. know, if they say they love kids, but You know they tell you that they got you know four baby mamas and eight kids that they and they don't see the kids but they don't have a job but they don't babysit the kids they do nothing for the kids but what what do you think how does that affect your dream of having getting married and having 2.5 kids you know what I mean
1: well I I, like I said they say they like kids and you see how they interact with your kids and it's not exactly. good at That's all. That's
0: another one. That's right.
1: Oh, I love kids. But then when they get with your kids, they they sneering at them.
0: Or, or, they, say, or they say something them.
1: nasty to them. Or they are being nasty with them. You want to mm-hmm. check for that, too. Because you want to make sure that, you know, this person is not an abuser also.
0: Exactly So that's what I'm saying You want to You want to interview But you really want to Pay attention Right You really want to Pay attention to all the signs Because the signs Are going to be there For you Right um, And it's going to To show you But right. I want to move on to, I, to, I do want to move on To the next one Which okay. is number four They didn't have A life outside Of the marriage Why don't Ooh. we say Marriage Relationship Friendship Or whatever This one is a tricky one. It's a slippery slope one for some people because some people have the philosophy or take the philosophy of my husband is my best friend or my wife is my best friend, meaning that they have no other friends. Right. And you have to be, and it becomes a slippery slope because when a person says that, they could also be saying that I don't want any other person around them now I'm not saying that you know you can't have male friends or you can't have female friends but you know some people won't want that they don't want anybody else around to give their mate any kind of um, information advice or even be a resource to talk to uh-huh. So that's, that's why I right. said You know Yeah that's why I said You have to understand And decide Where your friends Or you know When we talk about friends too Where your friends Are going to be And what level In your relationship So and, Or even just And it doesn't even Have to be friends But even your work Let's say you are An entrepreneur You meet someone That person may want you To give up Your dream of being An entrepreneur You know, no matter what it is, you know, for example, let's say you're selling sex toys. People have a problem with you selling sex toys or, you know, you're giving out advice on relationships, love, sex and relationships. Mm -hmm. And they think, you know, they may think that that's a gateway for you to meet other men, not understanding the amount of work that could be involved in that.
1: Well, again, it depends on where their mind is at. You know, a lot of times you can tell where people's level of maturity is as well, you know, but again, it's about how you present yourself as well. But even if you present yourself and you're presenting that this is your business and this is what you do, you know what I'm saying? Um, A lot of times people will have an issue, but but again, you want to know that stuff up front. You want to know that up front, you know, do you have an issue with that? You know, let's talk about that because that may be a major
0: problem going forward. Absolutely, that is that could be a major problem. But whatever it is, whether it's friends, business, hobby, you know, a lot of times people think that or, you know, what happens in a relationship is because the relationship evolves or begins to grow sometimes it's not always the partner's fault but sometimes it could be our fault because we may feel we need to cater to that partner we may need to do everything for that partner Mm -hmm. we may need to always be there and then guess what we don't have a life they disappear something happens god forbid they pass away we don't know what to do right we don't know where to go so So in other words maintaining your
1: identity in the relationship
0: Right, so that's why it's important to have something outside of your relationship that belongs to you. That's right. I agree. That that you can call your own right. work, whatever it is. That that is something that you're putting yourself to, and that you're dedicating, dedicating yourself to. Because so many times people forget that they don't, they don't wanna, they don't want they think they're taken away from it. But you're not, because everybody needs a moment of peace and quiet and distance from your relationship. Not forever distance, but just so you can regroup and still stay you, the person that they fell in love with, the person that they want to be with. What do you think of that?
1: Well, you know, know, a lot of times, a lot of relationships do get in trouble because of the fact that you've become so consumed with that person. I mean, I've seen that many times, you know, and it has happened to me. Um, Not that I got consumed with the person, with what they were doing, but um, the person was so much consumed with what I was doing. And I was like, you know, you need to figure out what you want to do. You know, find something that you enjoy doing. And I'm not talking about work. Because cause I feel, cause work does not count Okay, we all exactly. can We all can go to work Okay, I don't care what it is Whether you working part time Or you working from home You know, and, and also a woman Doing work in the home is work Okay, but I'm saying Other than that, you know, you have to Find things, because I think to me That makes the relationship Even more interesting There's stuff to talk about And there's stuff to share And if you're more consumed with what I'm doing and then what ends up happening, what happened to me, you know, my former uh, partner got, you know, got jealous because I started, I wanted to take motorcycle lessons, you know, instead of saying, you know what, that's, you know what, that's, that's cool. You know, you want to take motorcycle lessons. Instead, they got upset. That I wanted to take motorcycle lessons Then when I started playing the guitar They got jealous Because I invited people And it, and if it didn't meet their approval You know they, they just stay mad at me And I said no this ain't gonna work What that tells me is you need to get a life You know what I'm saying you, I'm doing the things that make me happy Now you need to find What makes you happy because I find that if you don't find what makes you happy, you are going to, you know, you are going to be upset. You're going to feel miserable. You're going to be moping around. You're going to be sad while that person is out there doing what makes them happy. What do you think about that? Absolutely.
0: I, I think that's absolutely true. Um, it is going to make them sad. It's going to make them upset. And it's going to cause a problem. It is. It's definitely because right, because you're not
1: gonna always do everything with the there are things that you should do with your partner and that y'all spend quality time together. But I always believe it's important that you as an individual to, to build you, you have to find things that you enjoy doing. Just like you enjoy dealing with real estate. You enjoy doing um, decorating, home decorating or refurbishing. You know, that might not be something that your partner does or likes to do. That's okay, But that's what you like to do. But what I like to see, which I think is important that you support me on that, or, if you know, if that's not something that I'm going to do, okay, fine. But I'll be like, you know what? Here, she might want to take a class on how to decorate the wall or how to do home furnishings or something that shows me that you don't have to be interested, but you do support me. And I think that's what people have regrets on. That when they think back in their mind, they say, you know what, I should have supported them when they wanted to do this. I should have supported them because they always supported me, but I never supported them on what they wanted to do. And I feel that that is also a major regret you know that we that we tend to be so consumed that we don't support our partners and it's not we don't have to like the same thing. I wouldn't want to be with someone that wants to do everything I do. Now we'll click on some things, that's great. But I don't feel we have to do everything. And I think that you have to create a boundary saying that you know what tonight this is what I'm doing tonight. This is my night to do this. This is your night to do this. And we respect
0: that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I know what you're saying. I I agree with you. I agree. But you know, that's why it's important to to do that to try to maintain and it's maintaining a piece of you, really. right? So, but we're gonna move on to number five now, which is they were too jealous. now being too jealous can come from a variety of things that can come from your work it can come from your the people around you you know your partner could be jealous of the work you do your partner could be jealous because you don't pay attention to them they think you're spending too much time with uh other people and too many people got your attention they could think that you have too many friends they could think that you have too many interests right. and what another one that I find a lot of times that people don't really talk about is a person can be jealous because of you meaning that the person can be jealous because you have an outgoing personality yes, or
1: you're, you're yes I know about
0: that Yeah, you're you're good looking, you attract people. Right. You know. Especially, you know, if they're not used to dating a good looking person or attractive person. Right. You know, and not saying that the other person was so ugly, you know, you needed to put a a nightshade on their head. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that maybe (laughs) you're much (laughs) <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm not saying that they're that ugly, but I'm just saying maybe they were just average where the new person has a magnetic personality, a magnetic beauty, and they get admirers, they get people. That happens, you know? It doesn't It doesn't take away, but they can get jealous of that, and they don't realize that, you know, that bothers them, that you do attract people. Mm-hmm you know and that jealousy can wreck like, havoc because they'll take every little thing that you do and it'll blow up into something totally totally um crazy you know they will accuse you of you know cheating on them with a vacuum cleaner before you know it They'll just come up With all kinds of stuff well, And you're like What the hell are you talking about They'll like I saw you With a vacuum cleaner That wasn't my vacuum cleaner That was a new vacuum cleaner That was another vacuum cleaner Belonging to someone else And you're like Am you I really Are fucking serious right now <laughs> Like you can't be Fucking serious right now Like right. for real though Like for real for all Like you, you you're high
1: or something. <laughs> like, yeah, they it's, accuse it's, you of and, everything. And I heard, and I, and I will tell you what happened to me. I, I came back, you know, with with with. Um, I came back with my partner from Miami Beach. Spent major money. Treated them. Everything <laughs> happened. You know. Yeah, I remember that one.
0: Look had ahead. a good time,
1: right? And then come back home and get accused. <laughs> Oh, cheating in my own house, and they could claim that they heard voices in the background, <laughs> and, and and then and then what they thought and then what they did was they got in the cab and came all the way to my house. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and if I was doing all this cheating, the person should have been over there, right? There was nobody over there or anything like that. And the reason why I'm laughing because I think it's the stupidest thing that I've ever experienced in my life. And when I look back on it, I'm like, really? You think that I am cheating with <laughs> someone I just got through dropping you off? And then you meeting my parents And my parents meeting your parents And then you're going to say That I, you heard some man in the background In my house <laughs> Oh man Oh man That Listen <laughs> I'm going to tell you I was done after that. Said, that, was, well, that That right there told
0: me It is over Right. That's what happens because some people get so jealous and like I said it's their own insecurity. So yes. no matter what you do, and, and to the point, you know um, and, I, I mean like I said, I I've, I've I've heard it all like you know People just assume that, you know you know, like I said, it could be anything, you know, you chose a business just so you can get up to so you can attract additional men. Like personally I'm like selling sex products products does not necessarily attract men. Like sometimes it can detract them, even though there are some idiots out there that believe that when you sell sex product that means you're an automatic freak i don't know where they got that from but hey what can i say
1: you know but i'm just saying is that sometimes we could make things up so bad that they take over us and when you i'm thinking if your mind is going at the rate where you're making yourself delusional about things and i'm not saying things don't happen But when things don't happen and you have that tendency to start calculating in your mind stuff because you're already jealous now. So when you're jealous, (laughs) you be thinking all kind of stuff. You be psyching yourself out. You understand? And then to the point that you can make yourself sick. And I'm just being real out there. I'm just speaking to that because sometimes we get so caught up with something and then next thing you know, we're making ourselves sick over something that we shouldn't make ourselves sick over. You know what I mean? And I feel right. like to me, my ex uh-huh. was making herself sick over stuff, which I didn't understand. And what made me think is, I always say, if you are doing all the accusations, what are you doing? Because I'm not going to sit up here and feel guilty is, about nothing, especially if right. I'm not doing nothing.
0: If you accuse, you're doing it. Nine right. times out of ten, especially if you're Accusing for a long period of time That's but, right Because you know, I feel like also... to me
1: you, When you keep accusing a person That means you doing stuff Of course Because you can but never also, make I'm... me feel less than myself And I feel mm-hmm. it's a trick I'll, You know like in church we say That's the trick of the enemy You want to try to make me think in my mind That I'm doing something when I'm not But yet right. still you're deflecting Off you know, you do, you're using that to cover up what you're doing. So you want to try to psych me out and make me think I'm doing something when I'm not, when you're the one that's doing stuff. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like, to me, if you already introduced that into your mind, that means you were doing it. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right. But also remember, a lot of jealousy. Them is from insecurity. Yes. So when a person, you know, especially when they come up with a lot of cheating or, you know, you're not paying, whatever it is, a lot of these things also come from a deep rooted sense of insecurity for whatever reason. Right. You know, we can, we can sit up in and go all night about um, the possible reasons for the insecurity. Right. But we're going to move on to the next one, yeah. which is they didn't communicate well enough. Now, ooh, I think this this is, this is going to be a tricky one. Uh, you know, because women um, women communicate one way and listen one way, and men communicate one way and listen one way. And a lot of times, two don't always make. <laughs> so, yeah. it's it's important before anything jumps off in any relationship that you work on your communication and understanding of, of what each person is saying. Right. You, you have to know how to listen and also know how to hear. But what's important, which a lot of people to me have um, um, forgotten about, is really understanding your partner. Is hearing what they're listening and hearing what they're saying and what they're not saying mm-hmm. because what they're not saying is just as important as what they are saying, True. and that is an art that has been lost, you know, especially because women used to, a lot of women used to have that um, as an instinctual tool to help them with. Managing a household and even their husband, like you know, you know, a happy wife is a happy life. And a lot of wives, you know, if you go based on an old article, was like a good wife. A good wife is one who understands what is said and what is not said from both her spouse and any member of the family. Because what is not said will give you the underlying answer to what is said. And we miss that. We don't pay attention to where. So many people listen to react and not listen to respond because there is a major difference. When I react to something, I'm not thinking is coming off the top of my head i'm just saying what's on my mind i don't care i didn't think it through and i don't it's not based on any facts any substantial evidence any thought process or nothing when i respond that means i've taken the time i've listened to what is said. i've processed what is said. i analyze it i gather as much information and evidence or information whatever you want to call it right and educated in the best possible answer mm-hmm. or behavior to the situation. That is the difference. That's why it's important to really communicate and understand your partner. That's why I said it's important to go out there to date your partner. Make sure you date before, after, and during a long-term, steady, or short-term relationship. It is good to engage your partner on different levels outside of the sexual level so that you can solidify the relationship on a on a, on, on that communication level, that spiritual level, another level other than the intimacy level. Um, what would you like to add to that?
1: Uh, like I said, this is another top, one of the top ten is that people have regrets on is that they did not communicate as well as they could have or learned how to communicate you have people that are passive aggressive and passive aggressiveness may have its place sometimes but you have to worry about that you know what i'm saying because you'll find out that You want to know what that person is thinking you don't want to find out what they were thinking about after the relationship got jacked up you know and i think a lot of how we communicate comes from how we communicate in our families okay we we have learned i feel that a lot of us have learned behaviors that um we didn't necessarily were not able to break out of And we continue to carry those behaviors from children to adults. And that's why sometimes it's good to talk to a psychologist or a clinical professional to show us whether we are communicating well, whether we're communicating properly, whether we're talking at each other and we're not listening. You know what I'm saying? Or we're listening and and still not um, expressing ourselves or being assertive in how we express ourselves. You know, and I find that a lot of our behavior is learned behavior. And, and you know, we have to break out of it. And we have to know whether we are communicating well. Because we can't tell if we're communicating well with just the both of us. Sometimes we may, you know, pick up on some things and say, well, babe, you didn't say that. You know, I wish you would have told me that or whatever. It doesn't matter. If you're in a relationship, get it out. Get it out as much as possible if you can. But some what I find is a lot of people have difficulty expressing themselves. And then when stuff starts falling apart, sometimes stuff falls apart because they didn't articulate their needs or they were they were too afraid or they may just don't know how to articulate what their needs are. You know, and then you go you have this back and forth going on. So that's why I think it's important to like you say, check in. With each other you have, to, you have to periodically do that Because you want to know If you, you guys are First of all communicating well With each other And then you want to know how things are going Because you know you have to check in You can't assume that things are going lovely And not because of sex Let's just throw sex off the table You know because I feel sometimes Sex is what cloud they, People think they use sex as the communication tool It's not, a, it's not, not, that, not for that because at the end of the day, after you have sex, you got to talk to each other. You're human beings. You know what I'm saying? And everything ain't about, oh, you know, you made me feel good last night, baby, and blah, blah, blah. No. You want to know, can y'all have good conversations with each other? Can you talk on a, on a, on a real-to-real level? Can you talk on an intelligent level? You know, you want to know those things. What do you think about that?
0: Um, I think that's very important, you know, but that's why it's important to decide uh, ahead of time what that person is to you um, in the relationship, and um, I'm going to, that's like a segue into the, to the seventh one, which is they stay in the wrong relationship too long. A lot of times that's what, <laughs> Ooh, yes no. Yes, because that's what, that, that's true. <laughs> and then they find out, you know what? I
1: stayed in this a little too damn long.
0: Well, a lot of times you've got to remember people stay in relationships too long a lot of times because the, relate, the sex is good. You know, Look, you know And sometimes and, they
1: stay in it and they ain't getting no sex.
0: So, what about well that? Well, that's, that's, that's because there's something else that's holding them there, whether it's a financial right. or it's housing, because there's a lot of hobo sexuals out there. There's a lot of people out there fucking for housing because in New York City, the rent is very, very high. So it's too <laughs> damn high, like my man said. Salad is sold for rent, and you know. But uh, we stay in yeah, there... Um, we stay in that relationship too long. Right. And that's, you know, it's for the wrong reasons. That's why I said it's... Um, we have to pay attention to that. We have to look at it. We have to understand. And you have to decide what you want to... From that person. Now, they say on the average, a man can tell within, I think, a 30 minute, I think it's a five minute conversation, what that woman is to him. I mean, you know, I'm going to talk about how to But I think that's probably for any any male, say, lady, say whether it's gay or straight. A man can strength. tell what? A, a man knows what the person will be in their life on a sexual, if they meet like if it's a a heterosexual man if he meets a woman and he's talking to her for anywhere from 5 to 15 minutes, he knows whether that he wants that to be a booty call a wife side chick or a real friend Mm -hmm. you know they know, they usually know Once they engage, lock on, see this is who they want. Once they talk to her, they'll know where they want to put in their life. Wow. They've already decided. Okay. Women, um, I think women, the statistic is a woman does not really know until sometimes. How long
1: for women women does it take?
0: Women, I think it's supposed to, it's. You know, on the average, before, at one time, it used to be six months. Now some women will say two weeks. Now I think if we went from six months to two weeks, that's probably why we in a relationship too damn long because we done stayed there for the wrong goddamn reasons and the sex was just good and that's why, you know, you got digmatized or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you just, Ooh, let me get digmatized. Let me get digmatized. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> The magic <laughs> kick. That's what happens. Like that's the shit. Don't nobody ask it up. The- and I act like they don't know what the hell I'm talking about because it's true. Women get dick, time. you get sick, that's too goddamn good, you don't. You be like, I'm leaving him, I can't stand him, I'm gonna be back Then, you know, you be like, girl, what happened to you and Sosa? <laughs> well, you don't. You yeah, do need, have, need I'm it. Gonna have, I'm gonna have 2.5 kids. Exactly <laughs> I mean and I'm sure it's the same with we Gay people too I, I mean I'm sure you get a hold of some pussy well, you know, it's,
1: it's just you it's know. like anything else If somebody turn you out good Hey You know what I'm saying That, that could be a factor But you know as women I don't care Gay or straight We have to be very careful with that You know cause some people may be good at turning you out But they're not good at life And when I say life, meaning dealing with real-life situations, dealing with, you know, what it takes to have a a decent relationship. You know, sex has its place, but at the end of the day, the sex is going to be over. And and some people might be over in two hours, five minutes, ten, fifteen minutes. Doesn't matter. What do you do after that? What do you do after that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but
0: the point is, you have to get past that.
1: See, that right, that's right. what I'm saying. At one point that's
0: exactly what I'm is, saying. You know, that's what do you do, why do after that, you know, it, right? Yeah, but I'm saying that's why you have to slow down before you engage, right? Like, if you, you know. are highly sexually attracted to someone, it is advisable not to have sex with them on the first night or very soon because you will get stigmatized, with the ties, pussy ties, whatever ties by that individual and that's what happens to people. we don't do that like we don't slow it down your hormones are, you know it's like, it's like going it's like going food shopping on an empty stomach you go to food shop, you gonna buy every goddamn thing that you, you don't true. want to need it's like, and you're gonna it's be like when you gonna be hungry it's bunchies. the same thing, if, Wait a minute, but if you thirsty If you thirsty for some pussy or some dick You can't go looking for a maid at that time Because the first one that come along is slamming down good, You ain't gonna know how to act That's the fact Like god that's damn it, true. that's what it is That's true, that's true. So you that's know. why I said don't go shopping for nothing on an empty stomach exactly.
1: Or you'll wow. it. And you know what, you're right Don't go shopping for someone on an empty stomach Because that's no. what, you get what you get so, yeah, you're going to get the wrong goddamn thing. And that's right. what I'm so saying. Right, so if you look at, I'll give you an example. If you're if you you looking for a croissant and you get a bagel, guess
0: what? <laughs> you got a bagel because you chose And you bagel. have to put the damn bagel. <laughs> of <or> not knowing <laughs> or not remembering that bagels make you constipated. Right, right. You know, it's the same thing. If you you wanna,
1: you know, you wanna ring ding, and you gonna get a yodel. Exactly. <laughs> you start like with I said, Yoda. right. You know what I'm something
0: ain't gonna come out the, quite the way you want it so that's my point, that's what I'm saying don't go shopping on an empty stomach don't go food shopping on an empty stomach don't go look for a mate when you're at the thirstiest point because that's when you're gonna be in a relationship entirely too long because you're so desperate and you're so hungry for that mate so you have to slow it down that's why they tell people you know, people, you know churches, religion they always say no sex before marriage because you need to have a clear head to decipher the bull like exactly, i said that's right. you know you can interview a person but you got to watch yes, their behavior you know true. if they say they want to be they say they want to you know they want to be a they, no they say they're a network engineer but they don't even know how to turn a computer on i don't think they're a network <laughs> engineer like you understand what i'm saying if they say they're a ballet dancer but they you know you know and they work for like you know um a dance troupe but they weigh 800 pounds, that's a problem. Like, I don't know what ballet company you work for, but you, you understand, like, you need to look at the whole picture. That's all I'm saying, like, you really got to pay attention. But if you thirsty or you're hungry, you're not going to pay attention. You're going to just say, oh, well, you know what, she had an off day. Yes, she's 800 pounds, but she works for that ballet company. Just, you know, that's what you want to believe because you're thirsty. It's the same thing, you know, we need to really look. Yeah. same thing oh he's a network and, you know he's an engineer you know yeah. he's a network engineer he knows how to put these <laughs> things together but he don't know how to turn on the damn computer he don't even know the on off button or the power switch he don't know nothing right, he don't even right. know how to take the, take the part <laughs> off or, or put a monitor connect it to a monitor come on, right, hit right. right. this is what I'm saying <laughs> oh, but it's realistic it's the truth and, and when you get in that relationship and you go shopping on a, on an empty stomach for that relationship, you're going to make excuses. You're going to say, oh, it's okay that, you know, he doesn't know how to turn on a computer, but he's a network engineer and he works for like cloud.com. Like, really? Like, come on, really? <laughs> he doesn't know. No, like He right. doesn't right. know how to turn on a computer. Oh, that's not necessary. Oh, okay. All righty, okay. then next. Uh, right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> This is so what's tough. important, you know. You're, he says he's an. He wants to. He wants to invest. He wants to be an investor. Okay, what does he want to be an investor in? Right. But what, he doesn't even know you, what the what Wall Street you invested Journal in? is. Right.
1: What have you invested in? You know. It, it,
0: in? He's trying to he's trying to go for the um, municipal uh, weed that they're selling now. <laughs> I don't know, like like I'm just saying, let's be realistic in these things. I'm gonna we gonna move on to the next one. The next one is eight. Um, they keep money secrets. Okay, now oh, this boy. is this is an important one, and I think this um, is going to. Um, you know, this, this plays a major role, especially in long longer-term relationships. Now, if you are just starting out, I don't expect everyone to disclose their financials to their partner. But if you're in a long-term marriage or long-term relationship, you know, you don't want to be with someone who you guys are living dirt for, you know, or barely making it. But... He or she is supporting an entire family. He has another wife and kids and they live in a magnificent home, but you're busting your ass over here, struggling, and he, 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 he has money. So, you know, yes, there's, you know, everybody may have their hideaway money, a little bit of hideaway money, but when the hideaway money is so significant that it can affect the financial standing of the family in general, that may be a problem meaning you're totally holding out, meaning if the net worth of the family is only, you know, ten thousand dollars, but you have a net worth of eighty million dollars, that's gonna be a problem. Or even a million dollars. Or even a fifty thousand right. dollars. Because the person is gonna the wife or the husband is gonna feel like, you know, you're not helping to the success of the family or the unit. So you wanna you know, you can have some money for yourself. I believe you can have yourself, but you got to make sure that your household in general does not suffer, your partner doesn't suffer your family doesn't suffer just for the success of that you know, because it could look like you, you're you trying to make a mad dash getaway you know, you have this you know, you have $80,000 saved up but y'all can't afford food because it looks yeah, like you're ready yeah. to leave at another time well, I and start a whole family
1: I consider that like robbery in the relationship if you can't afford food But you're up there You, you stash some money away what, That tells me what you think About the relationship anyway Why be in a relationship If if you feel you have to hide yeah. money And then you can't what? even take care of The current relationship If y'all starving What is that saying you, you, you know what I'm saying You holding out like that But you, you want to let your family starve no, I don't. I don't, you know, I don't. I don't. like stuff like that. Don't do that. You know what I'm
0: saying? Well, because, you know what I mean. Unfortunately, that's, 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 unfortunately that's like that happens in a lot of relationships where sometimes the partner, or the maid, or the husband, or the baby daddy, or maybe even the baby mama in some cases, will not feel the need to contribute the life of the family or even the child because they feel that you know, if the mother had the baby then she should be able to take care of the baby no matter what and I can move on to another mother you know I can move on to another relationship and it's okay right you know so there's a lot of trickery with that and that's why they say sometimes money plays a big role in the success or failure of a relationship because you know and a lot of times it does you know, especially if there's lack of money, not money, you know, spent wisely or, you know, and it's it's important to understand when you engage or meet with someone or date with someone, their, their perception or idea of money, how is it used, what do they do with it, do you save it, because some people have the philosophy of, you know, hey, i make money and i can spend it all today because i'm not going to be here tomorrow it's not guaranteed not thinking or seeing that that money that you have is for the future generations for your future their future together so right. that's why it's important to understand that that goes back to the interviewing process, interviewing or finding out how someone values money, because right. that's that can true. also be a source of a problem in a relationship, if you got one person who's a spender, and the one who's a saver, right. big problem you know, or if you got two spenders yeah, you, know,
1: you may never have no money, <laughs> then you'll, you'll never have no money, you know what I'm saying and um you know, I think when you're older, you got to think about that because, you know, when you're starting to get in your 50s and, and mid-50s, mid you have to think differently. You know, you want to enjoy the rest of how many years God gives you on this earth, and you don't want to have to spend that in debt. And I think when we start approaching late 40s, 50s, you know, we have to figure out different ways on how to conserve money. Because money is not flowing like how it was flowing before when we were younger. So we definitely... We want to know... I want to know your mindset when it comes to that. Because if you're the type that you're haphazard with money... Or you don't invest your money in the right things or whatever... You know... Or you don't think smartly about money or try to pay down your debt... I don't want to be bothered with you. Because that tells me you're going to be dipping into my cash. And my money... I don't, don't don't get me wrong. I will share money in the relationship. We're both sharing money. But if you're not sharing money and all you're doing is spending money and you're spending my money, that's it. I'm done. Because when you get in your 50s, you really have to look at how you say use money very carefully. And in fact, you should try to have at least more, meaning less debt. You should be working towards getting rid of debt if you have it. You know, I I know people right now that they kind of started their life over late, like in their late 40s and 50s, and their goal is to make sure that they at least have a decent retirement. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm, I claim it. You know, I I plan on getting my Social Security money. Okay, I'm claiming that. Okay, and I claim it be Right, I'm claiming that. I worked hard for that. I've been, I had my quarters have been paid up since the 80s. OK, so I plan on getting my money and plus getting whatever retirement monies I'm trying to work towards right now, working for the Department of Education. So, you know what I'm saying? I don't got time for nobody's bullshit about money at my age. You know what I'm saying? Because it is very important.
0: No, I, I, I got to. I, I definitely understand. Um But we're going to move to the next one, which is the last one on this article, which is they didn't nurture fondness and admiration. Oh, wow. this is really, really a very, very important one, which has to do with which has to do with. Admiring, you know, pointing out the best attributes about that person, pointing out what you like about that person, um, the things you love about them, whether it's the thing they do, how who they are, how they act, whatever it is that attracted to you, attracted you to them. Right. We get in relationships and we don't let a person know that we're proud of them, we are proud yeah. of what they've accomplished, even proud of what they didn't accomplish, how far they've gotten in life, how far they didn't get in life. It is so important to let a person know that. And we lose sight of that in every day running around and trying to achieve or do things or raise a family or, you know, work, whatever it is we're trying to do or what we are responsible for, whether we're a caretaker, business owner, student, wife, mother, we lose that. And it's so important to let a person know how much you care, what you feel that is the most beautiful part about them, what attracts you to them, and why you appreciate them. So many times we don't tell anyone that we appreciate them, that we love them, that we need them, we miss them, we are proud of them. Not only is it important to tell it to your partner, but it's important to tell it to your kids. It's important to tell it to those that are around you, to say thank you. Let them know. Because, you know, tomorrow is never promised. That's right this world that we live in you know so many things are happening at the speed of light there's so many mass shootings there's accidents car accidents train accidents airline accidents there's so many things going on and so many things you know the the threat of war at any given time terrorism whatever it is you know, bombings, whatever it is that's going on, it's so important to let a person know how much they mean to you, that you love them, that you're proud of them, because one thing you never, ever want to either do to a person or experience is not knowing how someone truly felt about you. And we may say by letting a person know that we appreciate them by saying thank you or we're proud of them, except that that's minor, they should know that. No, they don't know that. They don't know that. And, you know, sometimes as parents, lovers, friends, husbands, wives, you know, boos, side chicks, whatever you want to call it. Sometimes you have to just let the person know that they're important that they mean something to you you right. know not just assume oh they know they oh he knows no he problem. knows you know how i feel about her i did this for her last no he know how i feel i made this on him That's no that. they don't know and That's you fine. should let them know if they're important to you let them know it's so this important so that they know that what do you think about that i think That every day First of all
1: you should always thank God Number one for life Because we know That it's not a given We could go to bed tonight And never open our eyes tomorrow So I understand that very clearly But most importantly We should always Show our love to folks And let them know we love them Whether it's our friends Our family Our partners Whomever we should always let them know that you love them and what, they, how they've enhanced your life. What, you know, recall something that, you know what, I'm so thankful to you for introducing me to this. And I'm talking about positive stuff. I'm not talking about introducing me to negative stuff. I'm talking about, I'm so glad that, and then too, I'm not going to discount the negative, because the negative is there to teach you a lesson too. But what I'm saying is, let people know how you feel Let them know that you cherish them That you're thankful that they're, that they're your friend You know, we have this thing in church Where we tell each other Our pastor says, you know, I'm so glad you sat next to me today And I'm so glad you're here Because that is how precious life is you, like you said, there's so much going on in this world, I think even more than when you and I, Valerie, were growing up, okay? It seems like after 9-11, life just went at a breakneck speed where things are so serious now and that there is this need that we need to communicate and say we love people because those people that were in the World Trade Center, they, if they were able to get a chance to tell their, their loved ones they love them, Some of them did, and a lot didn't. So we have to not take things for granted. You know, you might be pissed off with somebody, but don't hold that, because if they're gone tomorrow, what you gonna do, you gonna still stay mad with them? No, it doesn't make sense, because life is too short. And we have to learn and understand how important I feel that you are in my life and how important have I been in your life. And if I've done anything for you, I hope it was something sweet. And I hope it was something that you could use.
0: Absolutely, that sounds so sweet and perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: That's how it is. That's what's up. It is.
0: I mean, but it's true. So we're going to end this on that big important. All right. All right. So All right. tell people, right. Professor, uh-uh. on where they can reach you
1: and let them know yeah. where where they can reach you and how they can hit you up
0: well you can reach me on my website com. you can also reach me at info at com. you can get me at P.O.B. Professor, on Instagram um, I'm also on Tumblr as Pearls of Black Blog 2012. You can also get me on Facebook. You can also reach me at love, sex, and relationships.com. Um, well, the professor at love, sex, and relationships. Those are different ways you can contact me if you need to talk to me. And I think that's it for right now that I think of. All right. (laughs) What about yourself?
1: Well, you know, you can catch me, Professor T. Love, here on... A Bowl of Soul, a mixed stew of soul music radio network streaming on live365.com where you can hear love, sex, and relationships with the professor and myself Professor T. Love. And definitely you can catch up with A Bowl of Soul a mixed stew of soul music where you can hear non-stop soul music with limited commercial interruption where you can hear classic soul and new soul music. You can also catch A Bowl of Soul on Fridays at 6 p.m. on on the Progressive Radio Network, www.prn.fm. You can catch me also there, and you definitely can hear a bowl of soul. Where I can give you some history of classic soul and new soul music from 1949 uh, to the present. You can also catch me on iHeart Radio, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio. You Radio Sameda in Colombia, and you can also catch uh, me on iTunes as well. Definitely catch up with Love, Sex, and Relationships. We're getting back on our grind again because you know what? School is getting ready to start, baby, and we got to give you some school lessons. On how to handle Your relationships But we want you Most of all To have positive relationships Realistic relationships And definitely Learn how to communicate Because one thing That's very important About relationships you got to learn How to communicate You can follow me On Ebola Soul On Twitter At Ebola Soul You can follow me on Facebook, A Soul, a mixed stew of soul music. And you can hit me up on EbolaSoul at gmail.com. And, you know, Love, Sex, and Relationships would love to hear feedback from you. And definitely, we are looking for sponsors. So if you're interested in sponsoring Love, Sex, and Relationships as well as sponsoring A Soul, a mixed stew of soul music, if you want to sponsor Love, Sex, and Relationships, you can contact the professor with your email
0: address. Info at com or and, the professor okay. with it, the professor at lovesex and relationship.com. Okay,
1: and, and if you want to sponsor them. a bowl of soul, you can hit me up at a bowl of soul at gmail.com. So we're gonna bid you adieu. We wanna say thank you for tuning in and listening to Love Sex and Relationships, and we are going to say good night to you. Good night. Good night, y'all. <laughs>